0: the official podcast of the Capital City Supporters Group. I'm Johnny MacArthur. I'm here with Patty Dordan all season long, every week giving you reactions, analysis, and hot takes. Patty, I'm tired, bruv. I'm tired. <laughs> How about you? I'm, I'm done,
1: man. I'm I'm done. I'm, oh <laughs> just goodness. I'm done. Like uh, just just end it. Just end the suffering already at this point. So did you uh did you wa-
0: watch it live? Did you watch I it? on I sure delay? did watch it yeah. live.
1: I was yeah. like, oh man, it's it's perfect. It's a an early game in the afternoon, so it was like nine yeah. p.m. here. I was like, awesome. Yeah. You know, had a few brewskis, threw on the game with my wife. We were watching, um, and I was pretty stoked. I know everyone else. There was a, a busload of folks that went down there. Hell yeah. Um, so you had the the traveling road show, which was a um, kind
0: of a, a somewhat closely guarded secret, not entirely, yes. but it was a bit of a secret. So exactly which is uh, nice. and they, yeah they filled the bus and sent them down
1: and uh and yeah so anyway they did the coin toss um and it was funny because my wife was watching with me and she was like <laughs> the first thing she said was she was like why did why is Nathan Ingham so hot and the other guy just looks like a predator <laughs> <I was laughs> like that's Nico yeah he always looks like that so. <laughs> the problem is he's a good keeper that's the problem
0: <laughs> oh no yeah and then of course he turned it all the way up against us which, which everyone tends to do
1: yeah Gatekeeper, yeah keeper so by all intents and
0: purposes he's a nice guy as well but the, the stash is not doing lots of favors we must no, say that. it sure
1: is not so. <laughs> so yeah so we watched the whole game um and like everyone else i was frustrated for the most part um and then obviously in the second half i feel like there was a lot of pressure in the first 20-25 minutes mm-hmm. um and then it was just more of the same um i don't I don't know. I don't know what is salvageable at this point in the season. <laughs> like I just, I don't know. Um, having so, Diego back was good. like yeah, that, that man nice. put it in a shift.
0: <laughs> it was p- positive with in a game with not many positives. Having him come back was nice, I suppose, mm-hmm. even though it's you know probably too late, anyways. Mm-hmm. Um, so another secret. I was, I was there. I didn't tell yes, him you where I was going. Yeah. Um, I think I told you uh, maybe. Yeah, you um, did, yeah. <laughs> so I was already in Toronto for uh, I went to the Jays game the day the the day before. <clears throat> so I was like, man, I'll just stay later on the Sunday and then sort of surprise everybody and show up. Um so first things first, I get to Toronto, obviously, on Saturday. Uh, I go to the Elephant and Castle to watch the Liverpool game. Uh, we all know how that, <laughs> how that went. Um, <laughs> um, and then I go to the Jays game and lost that one, too. Um, I don't super care, but, I mean, you know, I was just at it, so obviously we lost. I feel like everything I touch turns to shit these days. Um, and then the, <laughs> had a bit of a wild one. Needless to say, I was, you know, a little worse for wear on uh, match day on Sunday. I'm pretty, sure um, you,
1: I'm pretty sure you texted me and you said you didn't know if you were going to survive to get to the game, I'm pretty sure.
0: <laughs> correct. I didn't know, and I almost did not. Um, so, <laughs> obviously, TTC taking a page out of, uh, out of OC Transpo's book. Yeah. <laughs> um, there was a delay on the uh, subway. There's a, you know, a big chunk of the subway route up to, uh, up to North York, up to not Toronto, that had a, uh, a bus replacement. So <clears throat> I take a, a subway from Union Station up to uh, St. Clair West, and then I have to get out, get onto a bus to take me up like whatever, five more stops. But of course it's, it's traffic. So it's, it takes almost an hour mm-hmm. just to do that little stretch, get on a subway again to go all the way up to Pioneer Village, uh, and then take the walk into your clients. Needless to say, I got there just before halftime. <laughs> <laughs> well, you didn't miss much <laughs> just before. No, no. Just before halftime. Um, uh, yeah. I walked in, said hi to everyone. You know, I was. Not doing too great, Uh, managed to, you know, stick it out till the end. And then, of course, we had that little dagger happen right at the end. So had to do all that trip again to go back the other way. Uh, And then I basically took a nap at Union Station waiting for my train to go back to Montreal because I was not up for anything else. (laughs) I needed to sleep. So I think I slept in the station for like an hour before I got my 6 p.m. train home, pulled into Montreal at like 11 p.m. Oh, Uh, buddy. Yeah, yeah. (laughs) And, And how
1: much did that change cost you? Dude, to did, did, did change my train to come
0: home because I changed it was like forty extra bucks. Forty extra. So you bucks. paid forty
1: <laughs> extra dollars to watch that.
0: Yeah, yeah, exactly. And then all that oh, hours man. of time. No, that is brutal. That oh God. Is, I'm not I'm the sorry. only one obviously everyone else you know We, we had the bus ride down and yeah. put in a shift that day I just I, I needed to say my piece
1: <laughs> Yeah yep. so Yeah before we uh, dive into this game At all I think we gotta give a shout out to uh, To the capital city supporters and the fans that made their Way down yes um, I'm, complaining, but it, I'm complaining I'm
0: complaining <laughs> but it was worth it to See uh, to be able to see everyone it's Always worth it for that hmm. so
1: Exactly we have each other Even when we the team is other playing well
0: Yeah <laughs> <laughs> So Uh, today, I guess it's kind of the same thing as we're going to do last as we did last week. We basically are just going to do a mailbag because there's there's not a lot to talk about this game. There's not a lot lot worth talking about. Um, We will Uh, talk about. (laughs) Sorry, you go ahead. If we were going to look at the stats, I'll just give you a very quick rundown. Mm.
1: Uh. We we had 38% possession, not usually a big deal. We were outshot. We had less shots and or more shots. They had more shots on target. They had more accurate passes. They beat us on every shooting stat, every passing stat. Mm. Um, <laughs> the only thing we were better than them with was defense, including 24 clearances. I'm pretty sure like 15 of them with Diego Um mm. uh, But t- so just to give you a, a you know a, an idea of. <laughs> <laughs> how we how we did yeah. this match um and i think you could see it honestly you could really see it there was a couple flashes of like prime ato a couple of the breakouts i felt were like when it was moving i kind of sat on the sat up on the edge of my seat and i was like oh mm-hmm. here we go this yeah. is gonna happen mm-hmm. um and 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 then we we had two big chances that we missed like the sam salter well i don't even know what happened there yeah um big and, save uh, yeah so so it's <clears throat> it's frustrating man it's so frustrating
0: well, it's um, been the story of our past, like, six weeks where, like, you know, we sometimes we'll get the breaks, but then nobody makes the run. There's no, like, final pass to actually turn it into, like, a big real chance, right? I yeah. Mean, just, I, it ends. There's no creativity in the final third whatsoever.
1: No. And I felt super bad, too, because even the buildup was kind of messy. The amount of times I yeah. saw, like, Ollie is standing in the middle of the pitch with his arms out oh, yeah. in, like, miles of space. And yeah. they just didn't pass it to him
0: or didn't see him. And I'm like, yeah. oh,
1: boys.
2: No. Ugh.
0: No, nope, it's rough. Um, it, you know, I guess the bigger qu- issue here to talk about, um, you know, the, the biggest story sort of since full time until now is definitely uh, Nate Ingham's answer yes. in, uh, in the post-mass pressure. So why don't we just play that whole thing right now? It's like yeah. two minutes long.
2: Grow up. It's the first thing I said to the locker room when I got in there, when everyone's got their heads hanging. I feel like we've been feeling sorry for ourselves for a month. We have no time for it. Just told them to pray, whoever you believe in, that we get Vancouver to do us a favor and we prepare this week like that's what's going to happen and we show up and, and we take care of business. I don't think at this point we deserve another opportunity, but if we're given it, I, I hope to God the locker room wakes up and, and uh, we and we get it done, because it feels like a lot of guys are in the wrong profession right now if if uh, we can't turn things around. We were a battle-tested team last year. We had a ton of experience, a ton of domestic experience. I cannot understate how important that is. We were on the right side of all these results last year. We're watching guys learn it, firsthand right now and these lessons if anyone's gone through hardships in their life or in their career lessons take a minute they take time they take reflection can't do it on the fly and uh, we're witnessing what happens when you don't have an experienced locker room Um, that being said we have a talented group and we're trying to figure out how to get it right for today which again is a failure on the leadership team That We couldn't get this done and couldn't keep a clean sheet. That was our goal. And uh, we need to figure it out in a hurry for next week. So different ways to motivate the group, different ways to figure that out. And and that's what I'll be thinking about on the bus ride home and uh, preparing for next match so we don't concede late. I mean, it's a long list of things. Again, um, you know, a lot of people smarter than me trying to figure it out. Uh, It's no secret we had a huge turnover. Um, And for, you know, we sold players, players moved on. We didn't retain some. Um, You know, there's reasons for all that. But, uh, you know, there's no excuses. We just, uh, the the game doesn't care about you. The game's not fair. You don't deserve anything. Just because you did something last year doesn't mean you, you get to do it this year. You know, Forge makes it look a lot easier than it is. Um and and we had we, we should learn from that. Just like no one cares that we won the league last year, no one cares that we finished fifth or sixth this year. Game doesn't care, fans don't care. We just gotta show up in preseason and be, be ready. But again, we have a week right now, it's gonna be the best week of training of the year, I promise you that. And and we're gonna be ready to go at Forge. Grow up. So grow up.
0: Yeah, and you could tell you wanted to say Grow up at one point. Yeah.
2: (laughs) Yeah. Yeah.
1: It's one of the things I think I really respect about Nate. Um, Mm -hmm. And that's why, you know, the fact that you have Drew Becky gone last season and now Carl Howarth is going to be gone next season. I think Nate's obviously, especially after watching something like that, obviously a a top contender or the only contender for the captain's armband. Um, Because that to me is probably the most mature response to a loss like that and a a slide like we're on to just be like, you know, this is football. Grow up like yeah. people. You know, you, he even said it. He said like last season, you know, people don't give a shit about last season and people aren't going to care if we finish fifth or sixth this season because we we go again, you yeah. know, and like, I think that that's a real footballer mentality. It's a real yeah. leadership mentality for for someone who's trying to like bring the boys into the locker room and say, mm-hmm. like, there's something we can salvage from this. I don't know what it's going to be. um, But, you know, to me, that was the heart of what he was talking about was just yeah. that, that we need to be mature about this and understand that like. Sometimes this happens in a season, and you know that's not going to be the collapse of the team in this case. It's just you know, get, to I, to me, he took it as like a lesson, and I'm hoping yeah. the rest of the team took it as a lesson. Mm-hmm. Um, and I'm hoping the management are going to take it as a lesson when when slash if we don't make the playoffs, which is looking more and more like going to happen. Yeah. Um, and honestly, from in my personal opinion, again, my personal opinion as a podcast host, I I honestly think maybe the best case scenario is we don't make the playoffs, mm-hmm. and, and then it's a wake up call for the club to say like. You know, you you finished Kings of the regular season last year and the team was perfect. Well, quote unquote, perfect. And mm-hmm. yeah, we lost in the finals. But, you know, the, the team put in the effort last year and then to go from first. From last to first to not make the playoffs, to me, should be sending off a lot of alarm bells. Um, oh, yeah. I mean, it's got to, it has
0: got to force hands, right? I mean, yeah. not making the playoffs might actually be a blessing because then, you know, if we squeak in and go on a run, then, you know, that, that'll that paper over a lot of cracks. <laughs> yeah, and exactly. I don't want those exactly. cracks to be papered over. I want those cracks to, to actually break so yeah, that exactly. we need to make the changes yep. to to fix it. Yeah,
1: that's, and again, it's that's not something that Johnny or I want to say. Like, I, yeah. I don't like saying that. But at this point, what other option do we have? Yeah. Um, but what did you think of the, the the presser?
0: No, I thought it was great. I lo- I love the idea that like you know if it's it's not football isn't fair you know nobody deserves anything um, yeah you know you get what you put into it and sometimes you don't and yeah you 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 know having this happen you know for now for the fifth time in six games you know it was 89 minutes instead of 90 plus but it might as well have been the same shit I mean it's yeah. part of the same meme but let's be honest here this thing the thing happened again for a fifth time mm-hmm. um, and I mean that's just you know and he knows that you know he's 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 calling out you know indirectly you know he's calling out the players that aren't yeah. that that aren't buckling down he's, he's probably he's calling out you know the roster build he's mm-hmm. calling out all sorts of stuff and you know these are things that need to be called out it's one thing for us to say this every week you <laughs> yeah. know and you know a couple dozen of you you know bless you listen to it but now you know when the <laughs> actual like you know keeper wearing the armband the captain of the day says yeah. that in the post pressure on one soccer um and that that's that holds a lot of currency so, i think so too i think yeah. so too. I was happy um, to see and, that.
1: Yeah, me too. And I also liked how there was a little subtle dig against Forge in there, too, where he was like, Forge makes it look easy, even yeah. though it's not. And I'm like, oh, OK, <laughs> <laughs> it's a little, uh, so, you know, a little, little, little shade towards Forge, which I like yeah, to hear no, as well. That's great. But uh, um, no, being,
0: being, being gracious in defeat and being mature about it. Speaking of fours, did you see Bobby's post-pressure oh, after they lost to the Halifax? <laughs> talk about the complete opposite end of that spectrum. <laughs> no, exactly. We have a,
1: you know, like how old is Nate mean He's what, like 20 something, 20. He's like
0: 29 or something, I think. He's 30. So
1: Nate <clears throat> Ingham is yeah. 30 and he acts like that. And then you see Bobby Smirniotis, who is arguably, he's probably at least twenty fifteen 15 to 20 years older than Nate. Yeah. And he. Cries like a little whiny baby, and I get that it's frustrating when you when you. I mean, you and I both know we're Liverpool fans. We just watched this happen, like yeah. <laughs> almost identical. Well, almost identical. There was an offside call that got called off, but in this yeah. case, it was a, a really soft tackle that led to a penalty. Mm-hmm. But it's 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 unfortunate because I don't think a coach <clears throat> is supposed to be the one acting like that. No, and to me, it's immature. It's childish. It's it's just it's a bit of a disgrace, I think, on the league because. Uh,
0: We've, Either way, it, we it, don't, have, we don't have to go crazy in a no, right for sure. now. But I'm just saying that it's, it's nice to see Ingham like act really mature about this. No, and, and I, you know, I, I guess real captain the, material. And yeah. it's sort of, well, like, 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 we said, it's, it's, it, it was good to, to see someone own up to, to the situation after the fact. Yeah. You
1: know, like, it's the, it's the dichotomy, which I yeah. guess I was trying to get at is like, you have one end of the spectrum and then the other, and one of them is a player, one of them is a coach, which yeah. one should it be? Yeah. And in this case, the roles were reversed.
0: Um, <clears throat> I did mention that we were going to talk about this. I think we still got a couple of questions about it anyways. We'll cover it. We got a decent amount of questions. You know, we people, do, yeah. people got things they want to talk about. So, you know what? Just Great. like last week, you heard enough from us. Now it's <laughs> time to hear from you. CCSG Mailbag. All right, mailbag time. Mailbag, to have your say.
1: Let's do it. Welcome to the mailbag segment of the mailbag podcast. ATO mailbags. Uh, Last two two. weeks, Uh, part two. Uh, This is the part of the podcast. Actually, it's the whole podcast this week uh, (laughs) that you guys get to send in whatever you want to say to us. And boy, wow! There's there's some real interesting ones this week. Mm-hmm. uh it's the best part of being a member of capital city supporters is you get a whole podcast just for you
0: mm-hmm. and like this is this one's a prime example how it doesn't even have to be a question it can no just some be of a these are just statements and we'll just say it <laughs> and you know what i'll start off with the first one okay i went on this is a sort of echoing what i was getting at earlier too i went all the way to toronto and had to be in that sh- stadium sweating my balls off just to watch us lose in the 89th minute again <laughs> yes you did so did yep. i you did yeah you, you sure you sure did
1: yeah I uh commiserations I friend commiserations. <laughs> yeah as soon as the match ended so, so, so I, I like stood up and so he's like where are you going well I went to the you know my like bar cart poured myself a whiskey and I was like I'm going to play I'm going to play video games <laughs> I'll see you later she's like I'm but gone. I was like I just I need to take my mind off of what I just witnessed
0: <laughs> <laughs> yeah I need to take this mood out on you know random teenagers on on the internet (laughs) exactly exactly yeah so
1: i'm sorry that you had to spend uh, that your whole day to go watch that it's not fair it's really just not fair um and that's again unfortunately like nate said sometimes that's the way football goes yeah um but it still doesn't you know doesn't make it hurt any less
0: yeah i hope the uh i hope there was at least something to lift the bus vibes on the way home oh me too yeah I've I've been on the bus ride home after a win. I've never been on the bus ride home. Actually, I've been on a bus ride home after a loss. It's not for this team. But yeah, yeah, not nice, especially Mm. like that. Especially again. So, yep. (laughs) And speaking of a long bus ride, um, I do want to call out some of the players. I think only about six or seven of them actually came over to the group at the end of the game to uh, to clap us out. Uh, I realize it was a heartbreaking loss and, you know, you really wanted to just head right down the tunnel. But, I mean, all of these people traveled hours and hours to come see you play. And I, I think it's very, very disrespectful that so many of the players decided to head right down the tunnel and not uh, come over and clap for the fans that did the traveling. So, if any of them are listening to this, I hope they pass on that message and, uh, and fix that for the future because that's left a real bad taste in everyone's mouth. Um, yeah, as both of you are Liverpool fans, parentheses, sorry. Um, how painful has the past two weeks been for you lads? Parentheses. Also, sorry. <laughs> <laughs> uh, my existence is
1: pain. Yeah. <laughs> just that's how I feel. Um, because I also watched the Liverpool match yeah. and watched what went down there, and and I was just like, you know what? Maybe that's just the name of the game for me for my sports teams this year. <laughs> right
0: now, yeah, no, exactly. Uh,
1: it's uh, it's frustrating. It's frustrating. Um, you know, I think efficiency in the EPL are getting a little bit of heat, which is you know good. I think. Um, and then it's fun to see all the the people coming out of the woodwork in the CPL after these games to echo what Johnny and I have been talking about all last season. Mm-hmm. Um, so, you know, I'm not going to say I told us so, but I told us so. But I told us so, uh, <laughs> so <laughs> yes, it has been painful. So thank you. Also, parentheses, sorry. Why would you be sorry to be a Liverpool fan? <clears throat> you should never be sorry for that. <laughs>
0: Um, also, I mean, I I am a Carlton alumni. Um, I, I know many people. Oh yes, also are yes. Um, also, also losing, the, losing losing the panda game in in the last field goal the game. It's just like <laughs> holy shit, dude! You just I'm can't win. Just going <laughs> through it bud. just going through it. <laughs>
1: Uh, um, all right uh, basically okay, you know you.
0: the meme with ben affleck when he's holding a cigarette yes uh, yeah that's that's me <laughs> that's huge. Sure. yeah, yeah. <laughs> but it's you're not holding a cigarette though right because you're quitting yeah i might have slided a little bit this <laughs> last weekend but <laughs>
1: understandable after that. <those>, <laughs> <sentences. laughs> um all right uh dear johnny and patty thanks for keeping the pod going in these dark times you're no welcome problem. um I don't really have a question, just a comment. Thanks for the laughs on my morning commute. Also, thanks for the laughs from the team since they were clowns on the pitch this season. <laughs> we suck again party hat emoji.
0: <laughs> oh man. Yeah, uh, so, I mean we, we suck again is is almost even a weird thing to say because I don't know if we've ever had a run this poor. I, don't you know what know. I think going might be the worst we've actually ever sucked. <laughs> uh well i mean we didn't get wooden spoon this year so there's that that's true but i mean yeah no you're absolutely right not getting wooden spoon is is nice but um yeah i mean we had we had over a month winless in 2021 but that had you know four draws and four losses i don't yeah. think we've ever had yeah no we've never had a, a, a slide mo- this a, bad a slide between two wins with more than four losses until now now we've got we've got five i believe it since our last win so, yeah, yeah, this is about the most the, the, the most suckiest uh, stretch that we've had. It sure is. Well, we're still uh, here. We're still standing. Yeah,
1: we're still standing. Barely. Um, <laughs> OK, so there's there's two questions that everybody's kind of getting at the same thing. So yeah. is the problem with conceding goals and not finishing scoring our own uh, on our own, our coaching problem or a scouting problem? Because it seems to be a combination <clears throat> of the two to me. Mm-hmm. And most importantly, is part of the necessary rebuild replacing both Cargo and Fernando or just one of them?
0: Interesting. Interesting. I mean, we've been talking for the past five, six weeks about what the problem is, right? Mm-hmm. It's one of those things that it gets so comical that you can't even really point to anything. It's almost like when when, it, when it's like destiny, like you can't even run, run from it. It's, it's, yeah. It's the monkey on the back that you can't get off, right? And especially when it's this close to the end of the season. It's like when you're losing a game really poorly and then you're at like the 88th minute and you're like, just blow the whistle. Like, I'm done. I got to reset. So, yeah, (laughs) Yeah, exactly. (laughs) You know what I mean? Like, so, yeah, I mean, is is a combination of the two? Probably. It's probably a combination of multiple things. I mean, even Nate said it, you know, this is what like a non-experienced dressing room looks like. Yeah. Is it just as easy as throwing in some Canadian vets to sort of help the situation? I don't know. We have Canadian vets. We've got Carl yeah. Lamette, We've got Max Tiso. We've got Nate Ingram. We've got Drew Becky. Still there. We've got Carl Howarth. Like we probably have yeah. more Canadian vets than many other teams <laughs> in the league. I don't know if that fixes the problem. Yeah, as a whole. You know I, what I mean?
1: I, I, yeah, I agree with you. And I, I don't know at this point. I think I'm just at a loss for words because yeah. there hasn't really been anything that they've tried that's worked. <clears> so at what point do we? you know start looking upwards instead of inwards
0: well that's just it right i mean especially you know is is the necessary rebuild replacing both cargo and fernando or what it is you know i'm not i I don't want to call for someone to like lose their job but i mean it's 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 quite clear that you know there's 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 something wrong mentally with this team is that on the coach losing the dressing room and not being able to keep everyone pulling in the same direction obviously that's part of it It has to be part of it not saying it's the whole thing but it's clearly part of it is there any coming back from that i don't know (laughs) know, i hope so we don't have. Yeah. I mean, not this season for, I'm sure about that. I'm sorry, but like, there's no, there's no hope. Like we are cooked. Yes. <laughs> yeah. After this, um, this, this actually, this next one kind of rolls into that as well. Seemingly taking a shot at the squad building, <clears throat> but there are plenty of experienced. Uh, this is about the Nate presser. So he said, seemingly taking a shot at the squad building, but there are plenty of experienced players in that locker room to play as devil's advocate. Do they, and particularly the captains, not have massive roles to play in this situation?
1: Yeah, I think at at any point, especially during a difficult game or a difficult run of games, the captain plays a pivotal role, I think, in maintaining the morale and kind of keeping the the team's head up. I think that games, when you... Don't necessarily play like like the first half. I can only imagine what the discussion was in the in the locker room at, after the first half of this match. Yeah, um, because I don't think that they played the game they wanted to play in the first half. It seemed like a half of both teams trying not to trying not to concede. Basically,
0: well, it's um, cagey, right? The whole winning you're in thing. It almost makes it like a final, like it's everything was on the line.
1: Yeah, yeah. So so I think that ha- you know the the particular the captains, especially for this question. Um, do have massive roles to play in this situation. And I don't necessarily, again, we don't we don't have a microphone in the locker room yet, uh, <laughs> so we don't know what they said exactly. But yeah. at the same time, I do think it's important to recognize that that's a role that, that Nate is probably going to have to step up into um, next season. And <laughs> I think that his presser is a good example of the type of captain that he's going to be. It's kind of like a, a stern, mature response. Um, and I think that's what this team... Needs to continue to have, but when you pair that with a lot of inexperience, um, which is kind of what we're dealing with right now, yeah, you know, here we are.
0: Yeah, no, it's yeah, it's true. I mean, like like I said, we, we listed all of these you know vet Canadian players that we have. Um, it's really hard to you know blame it on an inexperienced dressing room when when you have you know so so and so that many veterans in the room. So yeah. are they not pulling their weight either? Who's who knows? You know, it's <clears throat> the blame falls on everybody. Yeah, you can't say, "Oh, it's just cargo's fault. It's all Fernando's fault. It's all the players' fault. It's everyone's fault." Clearly,
1: well, and that's just it. Like there, there, there was, I think, a cascade of failures. Um, unfortunately, <laughs> the players that we picked up on the off season, aside from, I would say, Zappa, in that when the when the window opened, uh, really haven't panned out. None of them really have. Um, and so it's frustrating. Obviously, it's frustrating. Um, so where do we go from here? That's gonna, I think, be the big question. At management or at at t d place is where do they go from here at this point um because there's there's kind of two schools of thought there's a full on rebuild I think that Halifax essentially went through last season where they just fired their coach, got rid of three quarters of their team
2: mm-hmm.
1: um and and look what it's done for them um and not saying that's the norm, but like again that's an option, and the other option is kind of stick with what we've got and continue to work towards a better product um but that's gonna take a lot out of the team as well so I think at this point it remains to be seen whether, which direction it's going to go. Yeah. Um, But you know, I, 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 I I wish I had answers like, I I don't, I don't have answers at this point in the season.
0: I mean, you mentioned what Halifax did in the off season and we did that before 2022 as well. Yeah. And they kind of like, I know that their fans were talking about that after there, because their season was very poor that year. And obviously we won the league that year and they were saying we should be doing what they, what they did. You know, uh, and they did. And it's been paying off for them greatly. And, you know, it's it it it, it can pay off. And then, you know, we kept the same coach and then had another massive turnover again. And look at us. We're about to not qualify for the for the playoffs after winning the league last year. So, yeah, yeah. Big turnovers can can help, but they need to be done properly. And I think, you know, every, everything that we've been talking about, everything we've been reading and even, you know, what Nate was saying in that presser as well points to the fact that the squad build in the offseason was 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 a failure. That's not to say yep. that the players are poor players. It's just the combination of the ones that we brought in and the, the positions that we decided not to address right off the bat. The, yeah. the, the way that we you know allocated some of our slots for certain positions um, mm-hmm. just didn't pan out very well. You know, the fact that we have three left backs, none of them were ever healthy. Um, <clears throat> it's just our depth in some parts of the pitch is is zero. You know, like we're still, we're still playing a frigging, uh, a 40 year old, like 90 minutes a game. It's, yeah. we can't be, it's you know, it's just back to the drawing board. And yeah. you know, does that mean we, do we keep the same people in to try and do this again? Or do we get new people in to try and do this better this time? Who yeah. Knows? yeah. That's going to be, that's going to be up to, uh, up to the big brass to decide that one. <laughs>
1: Yeah, that's definitely not Johnny and I making, you know, making the shots down yeah. here in the podcast.
0: <laughs> yeah. Um this yep. one's interesting. Has Ali has started to hurt the team more than he's helping it? He and others don't finish their runs, get upset quickly, and that in turn leaves opportunities on the table that could help give us a lead and turn games in our favor.
2: Ooh. Um
1: you know what? That's a That's an it's an interesting question. I think to unpack it, we've got to kind of I think put ourselves in all these boots so to speak yeah um because he has performed consistently well this season i'm going to say obviously he's our leading goal scorer he's currently leading in golden boot race um and he's given us a lot the issue i think becomes when the the formation or the the strategy of the team is not working in his favor it's very easy i think for him um and it, it would be i think for anybody to get frustrated um in that role in the middle of the pitch because yeah. if you're not being fed the ball when you want to be fed the ball in order to make things happen, you're not going to get those chances. So, yeah. um, I don't necessarily think that he's hurt the team more than he's helping it. I mean, he's got 11 goals; like yeah. that's nothing to shake a stick at at this yeah. point. Um, I don't think it's purely on him because all he's ultimately, at the end of the day, all supposed to be a playmaker and a control, a holding, controlling midfield um, in the offensive half. And I think he's generally doing a really good job at that. Mm-hmm. It doesn't, it doesn't help him that none of our strikers are worth a piss right now. Yeah. Um, and it's tough to say that, but like, you know, proof's in the pudding. Look at the goals this season. Pretty much all of our goals were scored by midfielders um, or, or wingbacks. So so it's frustrating. So I, I, I don't think he's hurt the team. Um, I think he has the ability to help the team when the team wants to be helped. Mm-hmm. But in this case, we've seen a few games where they just seemingly didn't want to to do that.
0: Yeah, no, I don't think like <clears throat> it's fair to like point out, obviously, he's very frustrated at moments Um, who would, you know, the whole team is frustrated. I don't know if it's mm-hmm. fair to, to, to suggest that, you know, that frustration is hurting the team. I mean, he's our best player and he's getting frustrated yeah. that the fact that we're doing really, really poor. There's, you know, a dozen players I would point the finger at before I'd point it at him. So, yeah, it's frustrating to watch. And he's also frustrated. But I mean, he's far from, you know, a problem, let alone like the only problem on yeah. the team at the moment. Right. Yeah, agreed. Um, does uh, the quality of our strikers matter? Sorry, I'm on a roll here. I'm just going to keep asking. These go you. for it. Yeah. <laughs> does the does the quality in our, of our strikers matter in this system? If we did get Debrienne before next year, would he be able to do what makes him good in Cargo's system?
1: Um. Yes, <laughs> I think the quality of our strikers matters in this system because <clears throat> we are so dependent on the finish.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: Um. For, for us to to run this run the system, this low block, high press counter, um, you need basically fast technical players that are going to be clinical in their finish. Mm-hmm. And I think we have fast players and we have technical players, but we don't generally have one, players that are both. And then, no. good God, like watching some of those flubbed goals, I was sure that Sam Salter was going to bury that. Yeah. I was sure of it. Mm-hmm. And then he didn't. And it was just a little bit of that like kind of, performance that we've seen up until now um and it's it's frustrating um because it it i I think even for the players it's frustrating for them because then they end up just shooting even though the angle is not great or even though they know you know nico's being big between the sticks and and is probably going to shut them down but simply for the fact that we're just frustrated we're just going to try and shoot so i think that we need strikers in this system Um, i think Obviously Mateo de Brienne coming to Ottawa would be a huge, huge coup for us, I think. Mm-hmm. Um and it would be awesome for our for our striking power because he is to me that fast technical, clinical player. I mean, mm-hmm. look how look what he's done for Valor. Valor is the worst team in the league. Yeah. They've got the wooden spoon clinched. Yep. Um, and you know what? I think it would have been a lot worse if if de Brienne wasn't there. Yeah. Um so if we can poach him, that would be amazing. Um, and I think he would look good in our system. Um, in saying that though, we've brought in strikers that should have looked good in this system and didn't. Um, so it's, it's a bit of conjecture at this point, but I, I do think that if we could bring him in or, or, or bring in someone of his caliber, I, I think this, this could potentially
0: work next year. See, this is where I might diverge because I mean, <clears throat> you said the quality of the strikers matters in our system. I almost, feel, you know, we talked about this last week, how I don't think we've ever had a striker that didn't, you know, flop. Um, yep. so maybe it doesn't, you know, we could have prime Fernando Torres up there and probably still shit the bed just because our system doesn't favor, you know, a striker performing whatsoever. Who yeah. knows?
1: Yeah. Um, yeah. And I guess the counter counter argument to that would be, well, if we had a wizard striker who could make something out of the garbage that we give him, yeah, maybe that would make a difference too.
0: Yeah. I'm so. just, I'm tired. I'm tired of this system. I'm tired of the style of play. We talked about how it's lovely to watch when it comes off and, and, and you know, we're winning but it's dire to watch when you're not winning. <laughs> it really is. So, like, Honestly, it really is. Yeah, it's dire. So, I mean, you know, when, when you've got, you know, a couple dozen people taking a bus, you know, five hours up to friggin' York, um, you should be yep. putting on a show for these people, not whatever the hell that was. So, mm-hmm. yeah, that's, that's all I'm going to say about that. Yep. <laughs> the system's not working, strikers are not. That's why that's I true. say it's because sometimes it can be hard to put blames on, on individual players in, in situations <laughs> like this, right?
1: Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Um, all right. Uh we don't deserve the playoffs. <laughs> Heard it. Should we focus on the <laughs> autopsy of this season at this point? Or do you think Nate can turn the team around and get us back on track and pull off Miracle Run?
0: Um, the second part no. Um <laughs> first part uh agree. Uh sorry, third part no, first part agree. Second part, yeah, focus on the autopsy of the season. I think so. We've already been in that mode <laughs> the uh-huh. past couple of weeks already. Yep. Um I know as like being, you know, quite prominent voices, I suppose, in in the in in the community with the the power of these microphones, I know it, it would probably be best for us to say, yeah, I think we can pull it off. I think there's hope. I think we can really go on a great run in the playoffs. And but as we mentioned earlier in this in this episode, you know, maybe it'd be better for us in the long run if we didn't. Yeah,
1: yeah, and maybe it's and it, and it's hard too because I think that everyone else almost and I, again, I'm not putting words in anyone's mouth. But you see it, you see it in the in the group chat, you see it in in the the fans' faces. There's almost this kind of like quiet resignation that after this, it's kind of like ah, I think we're done. Yeah. Um, and it's unfortunate that we're at that point, you know, especially this late in the season.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: Um, because I'm a proponent of if you're gonna have a real real Dookie season, at least have a Dookie season and go out like valor did just like get it over with um you know at this point i think we're kind of like weekend at bernie bernie like like just like it's a corpse of a team and we're just going through the motions trying to get it to to get us points
0: just waiting for it to be over
1: yeah exactly so that's that's kind of how i feel about that um so i'm with you i don't think we're gonna pull off a miracle run i think we should maybe start looking at the uh the the crime scene this team right now
0: our (laughs) Our way into the into, you know, limping, sliding into that fifth playoff spot requires one, an already eliminated Vancouver to beat York. Um, and two, us to beat Forge away. <laughs> mm. Yeah. Yeah.
1: yeah. Um, the one thing we do have in our favor, though, is York still has to put up like almost 200 under 21 minutes. So they are playing Vancouver with that hanging over their heads,
0: Um, and I did say I did say an already eliminated Vancouver as if they didn't just beat Pacific. So true. (laughs) That's what I mean. Like there's
1: there's a few um, kind of I guess silver linings that are out there right now for us. Yeah. But I, I again, I'm not. I'm not gonna. I hate that we're having to put our faith in Vancouver FC to like get us into the playoffs. Yeah.
0: I mean, they are. They are. They are on a three-game win streak right now. Can you believe that? That's true. That's Three-game win streak. I'm not uh, gonna lie, dude. This, this in their last five games, they've won four games. I'm not gonna lie, dude. This this team is finishing the season strongly, and the fact that they're finishing strongly and like not finishing last in their first ever season that, yeah. that bodes well for them.
1: Yeah. Oh, bodes I well for them,
0: bodes very poorly for us, bodes very poorly Shh. for Valor. And basically, you know, everyone else in the league, other than, you know, the top three, four right now,
2: <laughs> mm-hmm. Mm-hmm.
0: <laughs> putting us to shame. Not, not a good, not a good spot. <sighs> um. Yeah. OK. Uh,
1: <clears throat> if you're Fernando, what are the first three things you do in the offseason?
0: First three things I do in the offseason is. Beg Ollie Bassett to stay with with our option on him. Mm-hmm. Um, <laughs> <laughs> yep. Um, I'm not going to lie to you. If we don't get a new coach, we need to have some pressure to, you know, play the attacking football style that we were promised in this previous offseason. Because like I said, you know, win or lose. Uh, well, not win or lose. But, you know, if we're not going to win, I at least want to be, you know, happy watching us, our team play. And yeah. yeah, losing obviously sucks to watch. But the way that we've been losing and the way that we've been playing is just dire to watch. So. I really need a change in philosophy here.
1: Yes. I'm desperate yeah. for
0: one. Yes. Yeah. Um it's... yeah, I don't know and then the third thing. I don't know. What what do you think? You got 3?
1: Um I think we have to uh, I think Nate's out of contract, so I'd like to resign him obviously because yeah. we talked about it. Um I'd like him to come in as the captain and I think he would provide that stability for mm-hmm. us. Um so that's for sure one of the things I would want to happen. Um somehow I'd love to keep Diego Espejo, obviously. Yeah. <laughs> um, but I think you're right. I think that the focus has to shift to where the problem areas were this year and it wasn't really necessarily in in the midfield, you know, defensive midfield or defense line, obviously barring the last five games. Um I think that we have zero offensive power or or very close to zero. Mm-hmm. Um and if we're going to play in this league and win in this league, we can't you know, we can't play the system anymore. Like it's not working.
0: Yeah. Yeah, no, I think there needs to be far more roster turnover than I think we're we're capable of doing. I have I've, I've mm-hmm. looked at, you know, there's a um I've I've looked at a list of, you know, what players are guaranteed returning next season, what players we have an option for and what players are out of contract and I mean, yeah. there there's some of our poorest performers are, you know, guaranteed back at least another season. So I don't know what's going to go on there. I don't know if, you know, yeah. a different system will will have them perform better. I don't know if you know, I don't know what's going to happen. It's yep. it's not my job to figure it out. It's Fernando's job to figure it out. So we need another 2022 dude. style uh, uh recruitment uh off season and not a yes. 2023 style because yeah, no, this has been dire. Yep, agreed. And That's I really don't rough. think we're getting his payout back. This is when, now his second season on loan. I don't think I they're. Know. You don't really, I know, yeah. Johnny. I know. <laughs> Hopefully, he turns out for Inter Miami next season. Yeah. it's to play with messy
1: so yeah so you can <laughs> spend eighty thousand dollars on tickets to go- <laughs> feel so bad for their fans
0: um what does the mental breaks say about the needs of the team it seems to suggest that it isn't strictly an issue with coaching despite our suspicions how much of mentality can really be coached
1: mm. um i think i think honestly a, a part of the issues that we're having kind of with a mentality or with a focus on on the matches is a human one i think there's always kind of a human factor in that when you go on a well you know when you lose a game you're obviously not in the best mood or whatever um and and then when that happens over and over and over again it kind of creates a a bit of a feedback loop i think in people's Mm -hmm. minds and i think that's just a human reaction um so i think the team is going through that a little bit and obviously the coach can assist them in breaking out of that. And the captain you know, can assist them in breaking out of that or, or trying to break out of that. Um, but ultimately, it comes down to the fact that the players have to play together. Um, and I think there is a bit of a mental break that's happened two-thirds of the way through the season that we just, you know, you, you, we started sinking down the, the whirlpool and we just haven't been able to pull, pull ourselves out no matter yeah. how hard they try. And everything they try seems to just result in the exact same, you know, end state um so uh, yeah i think it's i think it it says that the team needs new blood i think i said. I think it says the team needs new um motivation to do to do well and i think that's going to come in the offseason i don't think that's going to come even if we buy a miracle squeak into the playoffs i don't think it's even going to come from a playoff run
0: yeah yeah um the last part of the question was how much mentality can really be how much of mentality can really be coached. I think it's a lot. I mean, when you when you see, oh. you know, a lot of the top leagues, you know, going on stretches like this is when you see coaches getting sacked in the middle of the season and, you know, the new coach bounce is a real thing. Yep. You know, a new manager will come in and all of a sudden you win a couple of games on a spin and it's like it's it's just that mentality can be changed by you know just changing the culture, changing the surroundings, changing yeah. the mood, I suppose. So you know, a good coach can sort of stop that spiral and like really uplift everyone and keep everyone, you know, give them that real siege mentality. It's like, listen, we can fight back from this. We can we can stick together and all pull in the same direction. Yeah. And we're not right now. No. We're not. <laughs>
1: we are not. <laughs>
0: <laughs> yeah. Um, Uh, since it's now, you know, I feel like you got, you know more about this type of stuff. Oh, Um, (laughs) I don't know about that, but since it's now October and Halloween is right around the corner, what horror movie would spooktober, what horror movie would describe our season this year? You big horror movie buff?
1: I do love myself a horror movie, especially, especially around here. Oh man, they're the best. Um, I would describe our season as, uh, man that's a, a bit of a um you know what i would describe our season as nightmare on elm street 2 okay. because nightmare on elm street 1 to me was our 2022 season an yeah. absolute masterpiece 1984 great just incredible horror movie mm-hmm and Nightmare on Elm Street 2 came out a year later and was absolute dog shit. Yeah. And, and it was basically this the same story over again, but just not as good. And I feel like that is our season. It was like the exact same story as 2022 for strategy, just not as good. Yeah. Um, with worse actors. That's so, good. So that's kind of how I would describe it. I like that. Uh, f- for me. What about you? You got a horror movie that you would describe as?
0: I would probably describe this season as scary movie because it's a joke. <laughs>
1: yeah yeah true enough that's that's true enough
0: (laughs) oh my god Uh, I don't uh, I feel like I've watched more parody scary movies than actual scary movies
1: yeah that's fine that's (laughs) all good that's all good
0: oh my goodness
1: um right. um okay what do you guys think will happen in the off season to turn the team around before next year and yes I'm already assuming we lose to Forge next week and don't make the playoffs
0: hey one of us (laughs) (laughs) one of us one of (laughs) us Um, I don't know. I feel like we've talked about this like a lot. What do we think is going to happen in the off season? I, I mean, to to be frank here, you know, I think Carlos Gonzalez's contract is up after this season. Uh, I don't know if he, I don't know if he return. I don't know if we re-sign him. I don't know if he would want to stay for more than two seasons. Right. I mean, he's a young, ambitious coach. He's mm-hmm. been, you know, across the world. He's been in Kuwait, you know, coaching our under 23 national team and their senior national team for a few days, for God's sakes. Like, Yep. Maybe after a situation like this, he sees his contract being up, and he's like, "All right, I'm gonna go, you know, sell my wear somewhere else." And Mm. I wouldn't blame him. I wouldn't Um, either. I I didn't even know he was gonna be. I didn't figure he might not even be back this season after taking a team from worst to first in the first season. I thought he might have been picked up right away. So I don't know. I see a coaching change probably happening. You know, not not for. not for reason because I'm like, oh, we're sliding and he needs to go. But I mean, you know, I think a, a change of scenery could just happen for various reasons, right? Like, yep, I see it. I can see it. Yeah. I think yeah. we have a massive roster turnover again. Like I said, the amount of players who are out of contract, the amount of options we have that you know we might want to keep, we might want to not keep. I don't know. We do it again for the third season in a row, and hopefully, it, it turns out the first Sticks way and not second yeah. way. Yeah. What do you yep. think?
1: Yeah, I think I think that that's got to be the 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 focus. <laughs> I think that the, re- the the rebuild. Um, and I say that with all sadness. i I think we're probably likely going to lose some players that we wanted to keep. And mm-hmm. I think based on past experience with Ottawa sports franchises, we're probably going to keep some players that we don't want to keep. Mm-hmm. Um, but, you know, we ball. and that's kind of how we have to do it. Um, I'm really hoping that the 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 performance and the and the results of this season lead the club to be a lot more aggressive in the off season mm-hmm. at picking up some players to fill the gaps that we clearly have and have been talking about for 26 weeks now.
0: Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> no, absolutely. And I mean I just I mean I know everyone in and their dog who is an ATO fan just one thing that we want to see is we want to see more local players. We want to yep. see more Canadian players. I realize one of the mandates of the club is to also develop some, you know, lesser known Spanish players that they have on their radar throughout Europe. Um those players have not worked out more often than they have worked out. So yeah. I'm sorry, you can't just plug a hole with some like random Spanish dude you can find. Zapater, absolute coup. Absolute yep. coup. That's, that's yeah. you know, there's no denying that. What a fantastic pickup. Um, but, you know, for every one of him, there's there's how many Rubendale Campos? You know, you bring in a striker who literally has yet to score. So yes. it's just, just do better next season. Yeah. You know what? Do better. We're supposed yeah. to have the best scouting network in the league. Wh- know, where is it? That's yeah, exactly. That's supposed yeah. to be like our ad- advantage over everyone else, and yeah, do better. Yeah. um, do better. Will either of you guys be watching the York Vancouver match? Uh, with Vancouver playing not terrible lately, how likely is it that they will pull a W, pull out a W over those clowns from York? <laughs> <laughs>
1: Um, I have all, all my fingers crossed that they will do it. I would love to see that just because for, well, for two reasons, first off, I I hate York. They suck. I hate them as a club. I mm-hmm. hate everything they stand for. Martin Nash is a joke. I just I think they suck. They have Brian Wright, he's terrible. I hate Babooly. Like I, like I think they're the they're the club that I hate the most in this entire league. And not and for like good reason, I think. Um I think we just got our uh, promo clip right there.
0: <laughs>
1: <laughs> yes. Yeah. So so I think th- I'm really hoping that Vancouver pulls it up because the second re- part of that of that, you know reasoning for me is I love a good kind of comeback story. And even though Vancouver is not going to make the playoffs, I think everyone wrote them off, including us, I guess, mm-hmm. midseason. Um, and then to yep. see them kind of turn their fortunes around um, to see their attendance start creeping back up again. Yep. Um, I think all of that's good for the league because the worst thing I think we can have happen or well, one of the worst things we can have happen in this league is to bring in a new expansion team and then have it flop immediately.
0: Yeah, no, exactly. Um,
1: and I think all of us were a little bit worried, you know, 10 games into the season or 12 games of the season when they were like, <laughs> their GD was insanely bad. Yeah. And I mean, it's still not good, um, but at least they didn't finish last. At least so, they didn't finish last. Yeah. 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 So um, hopefully Vancouver <laughs> wins and I hope we are able to win. Um, I think they said if we tie and York loses, we still beat York on GD.
0: Um if we tie him. and york loses we're only on 34 points to their 35 oh, we? we have to win Shit. regardless
1: god damn it yeah that's the worst then yeah. it's all right it wasn't looking at the table <laughs> that's okay
0: <laughs> neither, <laughs> neither have i for the past few weeks <laughs> i don't
1: like it i don't like it um yeah so that's how i feel hopefully hopefully vancouver wins and we somehow beat beat or be beat Forge um but in saying that if we don't we don't and that might be a better lesson than making the playoffs for us
0: yeah Vancouver winning regardless I think would be fantastic I know um I don't really know how their fans feel about us or York I don't really think there's I don't think that's a rivalry whatsoever I think their only rivalry now is specific so um i think they would just love to play spoiler on the last game of the season at home and pull out a win and try and screw someone over you know that's what we were doing all 2021 we loved it
1: (laughs) yeah yeah so
0: maybe that's what they can do so you
1: know if you guys if if vancouver players are listening to our pod because obviously they are yeah um if you guys could just do that for us that would be great
0: that'd be fantastic um, Am I going to be watching the game? I mean, let's be real here. 1030 p.m. on a Friday night. I'm probably not going to be watching Vancouver against York United. <laughs> I'll be checking the score. I mean, it depends. Who knows? Maybe, uh, maybe nothing fun will be happening, and I'll just want to watch that instead. So maybe. I'm a hard maybe.
1: Yeah, I'd have to get up at 530 a.m. to watch it, so that's yeah. not worth
0: it. On a Saturday, yeah. <laughs> yeah. No, probably not. We'll see. We'll see. I'll be out, Uh, and then I'll be watching the score. And like, if it's looking juicy with 15 minutes left, I'll be like, might tune in at the club, watch on my phone, (laughs) like, (laughs) because that's what I do. I'm 33, and I still go to the club. Yeah, Johnny's (laughs) just out there, you know. (laughs) He'd be out there in Montreal. (laughs) I really be out here. All right, you ask this one because I have a secret one at the end.
1: Okay. Also, want to say how much I appreciate Thomas Stockton. We all do. We all do. He has put his. Heart, soul, blood, sweat, and tears into this club and is single-handedly growing it alongside with C- uh, the CCSG. Let's go. Really think you should shout him up at the pod uh, because that man is an MVP despite the team's results. I completely agree with agree. everything that was just
0: said. Hard agree. Hard agree. Comment. Shouts um, out to my boy Tommy Stock.
1: Yeah. Just a, just a real gem of a dude. Uh, um, and And we are lucky to have him supporting us as supporters and also in the club not the same one Johnny's in, but you know, a different club. Uh, (laughs) um, but we are lucky to have him there. Uh, really, really glad. Um, yeah, he's a really good dude. I completely agree with this. Shouts out to Thomas. You're, You're a G.
0: I love watching live games with Thomas because, um, he, he tries so hard to remain professional for the whole game, <laughs> <laughs> and like not be the fan. You know what I mean? Yeah. yeah. <laughs> and he does a very good job at it. Probably better than I would. Yeah,
1: it's like a dog with like one of the, sh- the bark collars on. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> it's like trying not to like be go full, go full, go full British on. <laughs> no,
0: exactly, exactly. A consummate professional. Um. Okay. So. <laughs> Here's the final funny one here. Um, Might be too late, but anyways, no, it's not too late. I still check my Discord DMs while we're recording this, trust. Um, (laughs) How different would you feel if this season happened last year instead of after finishing first? Okay, that's not the funny part of it. But I would feel, you know, I would much r- rather this happen second and then finishing first happen third, to be quite honest. Yeah. It's almost
1: like, like a slow build up. You're like last and then you're almost made the playoffs and yeah. then you win, win yeah. the whole thing. Yeah. Um, yeah.
0: Because this just makes yeah. it feel like a fluke, right?
1: Yeah. Hard back down to this. That.
0: Yeah. Um, so the actual funny one is what ingredients would go into a cargo cocktail?
1: <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah um uh well the first one i think is uh uh fans tears i think that would be one of the (laughs) early ingredients because there's been lots of those this season stir
0: all ingredients with ice and strain into a chilled glass Uh,
1: but for us it'd be stir all ingredients with ice and then dump in the trash because that's basically what this season was (laughs) (laughs) Uh, we love you guys thanks for sending all these in it's great all the time thank you for that it's good it's you know we gives us something to laugh about because yeah. i wanted to cry this morning <laughs> <gonna ask me. laughs>
0: oh my goodness all right well joe mentions we got one game left um we do while we're recording this i got the notification that um they changed the kickoff time i think they only moved it like an hour the new time is 5 p.m 5 p.m, 5 p.m. yeah 5 p.m eastern standard time blah, blah, blah saturday october 7th um obviously there will be a watch party at the gcp um quite possibly the final watch party of the season uh the funny thing is and what this league doesn't do that it should do that most other leagues in the world do is play all of the final day games at the same time uh (laughs) because instead because we don't do that uh it's possible that friday night's result could make saturday's game useless (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> yes if york win yes. then it is an absolute dead rubber and i don't know if i want to see i don't know if i want to see us get smashed at the 10 bits box regardless r- let alone a game where you know the players don't care because it's already over but
1: i think that that you know that has the potential to be very entertaining johnny because what what better <clears> than a case of us not making the playoffs and not caring about the off season and forge in the playoffs and we play them because you know then we can just go all out man red card city red card city <laughs> let's thought, just
0: get the whole team ejected right you you thought you've seen atletico dna you ain't seen nothing yeah
1: <laughs> yeah we'll just we'll just go in hard tons of reds you know hurt as many players as they no i don't, I don't know <laughs> no. that's terrible for me to say uh, but like, kidding. if you wanted to hamper kidding. them in the playoffs a little bit, I wouldn't be against it. <laughs>
0: I mean, it could be a bit of a spoiler, especially like because I mean, if Pacific wins, um, they move up into second, and you know, second is pretty coveted as well because you know, if yeah. Calgary does the double, then second place gets to go in Concacaf next year. Um yeah. And also second place, you know, you can lose and still go into the next round because of this, this uh, page playoff system. So it's quite advantageous to, p- to finish oh, second so over So what third. you're
1: saying is we could still spoil Forge. We and could that spoil something. Even if, we, even if we're out, we can still play spoiler.
0: A little so, bit. Yeah, a little let's bit. Let's do it. Let's do it. <laughs> October 7th, be at the GCP, 5 p.m. Make sure you read the player rankings. Because I'm pretty sure it's gonna be scathing as well. Yes. <laughs> Patrick I agree. Gibson was a lot rankings. of. There wasn't a lot of good out there. Not a lot of good out there. Um I know I know he said he was gonna bring his laptop so that he could write them on the bus ride home, but then thought better of it. <laughs> <laughs> that's probably a that's a that's a real big brain
1: decision. It's probably
0: a big brain decision, yeah.
1: <clears throat> Although so, did you see that picture of him at the game and he was like explaining something to somebody and it's just like an excellent Patty Gibson like I did see that. I did see that. <laughs> so okay and everyone's just like oh yeah he's explaining like what you do in (laughs) that.
0: yeah he was going through it man i was i was chilling with him like most of the game he was he was going through it for sure (laughs) i can't wait to read this yeah me too um ben ralph with the forward press the new one actually just dropped while we were recording this i got the notification i'm gonna go ahead and read it right after this um lovely i'm sure there's more angham and cargo uh juicy press conference tweets that we can read um yeah i don't know what else to say man that's i think we've said it dude yeah
1: you know we'll see what happens this weekend it's uh it's 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 chaos now you know jesus take the wheel at this point <laughs>
0: <laughs> jesus take the wheel well patty
1: we, it, we go been, again
0: it's been, a, it's been a it's been a splash it and, has been a splash and we go again i'll talk to you uh talk to you next week hopefully there's sounds something good. hilarious to talk about who knows <laughs> I <don't> know.
1: sounds, <laughs> sounds good brother let's
0: go vamos, yeah. vamos everybody. Let's-